0: Head to MikeReinald.com slash knee for more information and to sign up today. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reinald Show, we talk about rotator cuff biomechanics, we talk about employee reviews, and we talk about barefoot training. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reinold Show. I'm here at Champion PT and Performance up in Boston. I'm here with Lenny Macrina, Dave Tilley, with the crew at Champion. We're here to answer your awesome questions that you got. (laughs) (laughs) Nine months. Still not a student. Deja vu. gabe where are you? <laughs> you know, Gabe actually said, I don't know if he texted me or whatever on Facebook or something, that he would do guest appearances from Skype us. In. We can Skype him in. We we could, could, anyone still Skype? Could. We just FaceTime? we just it's like Kleenex Apple now. TV him
1: into the. uh in? I mean, yeah,
0: he's up in the corner. It's a, like, was, <laughs> was that Max Headroom? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, like a Wizard of Oz. <laughs> do you even <laughs> know, know what Max Headroom is? Is yeah, it Max Headroom? Yeah, I think something like that. It was like or, 1982
0: uh, Pepsi commercial. Oh,
1: Pee Wee's big Pee Wee's playhouse with the 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 Whoa, dude that was in the Mecca
0: like a high Mecca Someone Just my bike. All right, do we have questions? Let's just get right to the questions right, after yeah. all of our nonsense. Right. So, Awesome. All right. So let's see. Who's going to read the questions this time? Ready? We don't really have a good vibe. Go right I don't think so. Don't
1: lose a lot. Nope.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's <less laughs> rigged. It's clearly – it only makes 75% of
2: it. All right. Patrick from Sweden. Hi, guys. Thanks for the information and entertaining podcast. Could you shed some light on which of the muscles of the rotator cuff that acts to prevent anterior translation of the humeral head, the infraspinatus, subscap, etc. Some research seems to indicate that the cuff is direction-specific and that the infraspinatus prevents humeral, anterior, and superior translation during flexion. However, other people talk about the importance of the subscap in reducing anterior translation. For example, Shirley Saruman, what are your thoughts?
0: First off, I love it. Uh, we have a rotator cuff biomechanical question. Right. I love it. Like that's I love that stuff. Neurobiomechanical All question. right, so to paraphrase your question, let's we kind of start with So I would I, say your question is, what's the role of the rotator cuff in stabilizing the glenohumeral joint? And there's some discrepancies out there in people's theories and research and stuff that uh, perhaps, let's say, anterior translation, perhaps the posterior cuff, like the inf- infraspinatus, helps prevent anterior translation, while other people say the anterior cuff, the subscap, helps prevent anterior translation. Uh, I think there's probably discrepancy in the research on both sides because They both do, right? You know, like, ding, 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 congrats, they both do. Uh, so they probably both do it through different mechanisms, though. So the posterior cuff, yes, if you, if your posterior cuff contracts, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, try to glide you posteriorly and have you rotate a little bit more posterior. So yes, the posterior cuff is gonna help stabilize that mechanically. In the front, though, your subscap acts, acts as like a buttress. So that way you can't go forward. When you contract it, obviously it becomes harder to translate anteriorly because your subscap, um, um tightens up But that being said, the thing nobody ever really talks about is that your rotator cuff blends into your capsular tissue. They're not like two distinct structures where you can stick your finger in there and like just like move them up and up and down. They're not distinct structures. So when you contract your subscap, you're also kind of pulling on the capsule a little bit and tightening up the capsule. And you can argue the same thing with the infraspinatus. Mm. So uh, you know, don't forget they both act together to keep it centered as well.
1: Right. It's not happening in isolation. Yeah. So it's like we're visualizing it.
0: Yeah. So I think all of these. mechanisms all the things we're saying are in isolation like Lenny says that's perfect when in reality nothing works in isolation it all works together and it's the whole yeah, yeah it's the whole synergistic synergy of the synergistic items mm-hmm. you yeah. Neuro- right. right exactly <laughs> so uh yeah, so I, I mean, I, to me, I think that's uh, that's why there's some conflicting theories. I don't know if they're even if anyone's ever said their theories was the end all be all. Right. Like even like Shirley said that like it's probably like, hey, this is just one concept for that, right? So yeah.
2: I think it's why we're such you know fans of doing equal amount of strength work as dynamic stability or get train the cuff to work together. So we hammer people on high level dynamic stability because they need it. It's not just about like getting one or the other to be the showstopper.
0: Yeah, do it all. Right, love it.
2: Cool. All right, Katie from Maryland. Hi, Mike. I love your podcast. I'm so happy that Dave Tilly has joined your group. Oh, thank you. She really said that or you did add I that. swear to God. <laughs> I totally fudge this. I made, made the computer yeah. turn to him. I, I wouldn't have read that if I was a guy. <laughs> I skipped that. Uh, I lost my place now. I'm a former gymnast and a PT slash ATC who works with gymnasts. Anyway, my question is about how you handle or what you've seen to be effective with your staff yearly reviews, incentives for raises, etc. Furthermore, do you have any good business/slash admin-type courses you recommend to improve all the things in a PT practice that are not based on your actual physical therapy skills? Nice. Okay, so a good business question. So first off, if you
0: haven't figured this out yet, if you mention Dave Tilly in your question, it's like guaranteed you get on the show. So watch we watch the next like all the other. If we get a question that says "I love Dave Tilly," how do we leave it out? That's not fair to you. So we do all of them say, "Hey, Mike, I we, love you." Do we do that? No, none of them do. They all say, "We love Dave." Thank you, Katie. So we do it for for Dave. It's not a it's not a me versus. Either. This is a team <laughs> thing. But yeah, you say, "I love Dave Tilley," and we're putting your question on the Teamwork makes the dream work. So, right? Absolutely. So we all love Dave Tilley. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, thanks, guys. <laughs> so, um, uh, so business wise, so um, I don't, Len. You want to take the question on uh, what do we do for staff uh, yearly reviews?
1: We do well. We don't do yearly reviews. We we've been doing quarterly reviews. We try to.
0: It's <laughs> like um, yeah. yeah, I've been there <laughs> I'm six months of, on that right <laughs> now. Yeah, we're we're, it, yeah, getting we're have, we, we have a draft on your- here.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we take a different approach. So we have modified our review process. We I mean we do an ongoing chat with our employees wow. and just keep everybody up to speed, make sure everybody's happy. But a formal thing we do quarterly where we have a a very one page. You know, it's uh. An ordinal scale or nominal scale, or whatever. And it's, it's, we rate certain things that we, we feel are important for the company. We describe some stuff and then we set some, a few goals for the up and coming quarter or whatever time frame we're looking at. So we, we tend to be a little more, um, I don't want to say aggressive, but we just try to stay on top of things. I think that's kind of a common theme of what we do here. We try not to let things get too far ahead of itself. And then it becomes this yearly "oh no." Right. We got to talk about stuff that happened a long time ago. We should try to stay that's on top true. of things and uh, you know keep it real, and then really have a formal discussion, formally informal quarterly. Yeah,
0: yeah. we try to do quarterly. We often fail, but that's what I have, yeah. but, but I think we often fail because we're, I, I don't think anything's ever like you know like you know we we have a lot of ongoing like chats here and there, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't need that that one, but. You know, when we first started, I took, you know, we took templates from our past employers and stuff. And I think we had like, you know, five page kind of nice formal review from some of the past things I did. You know, it was very formal stuff, but it was, I always felt like that was just like all like, just like, you know, you're, you're rating all your attributes, right? So it's like, you know, it's like just chopping you down as a human and stuff. So we've recently switched to just a one page thing because one, we want it to be simple for us. Two, we want it to be simple for the employees and just have like a one page quick review. Um, and, and what we do is we talk about the, the key principles in, in that we feel are important for your performance, but the other thing is we grade you on: are you achieving our core values as a company? Right, that's what so I don't know what do we have like ten core values or something like that, but you you have to like meet your core values. If you don't meet your core values, it's like you're on you're, you're on probation. And if mm-hmm. you continuously don't meet our core values, you're not a fit here. You know, so so I, I would say the first half, you know, of our, our employee reviews and stuff like that is just about like making sure you know you're you know it's it's not about like how are you doing as a person it's more like are you fitting in with our vision and our core values and stuff and then the second half is is goal-based stuff is what we want to get out of you and it's almost always stuff like we want you to grow more we want you to learn more it's never like we you know you have to be on time more like that's that's different right that's if you're if you're talking to somebody about being on time during their quarterly and we are
1: certainly not talking about something similar to that like how many people you're seeing in a week or in a day and what are your billing units that's true yeah We're, it's even, we don't even talk about that stuff it's not anywhere in your review it is highly based yeah. off of core values of our company and if you have doing Con Ed? Are you... Yeah, how do you are grow? You, are
0: you... How do you become uh, better?
1: Right. Are you Are you representing what we think the company is wanting to represent?
0: Right. You know, but I, I mean, I'm like a productivity nut, like I'm like, you know, I read all these, I read all business stuff all the time. Like, so like, you know, I, I'm, I'm in on like more of like the, the current trends and that stuff. So like what's Google doing? What's Amazon doing? What's Starbucks doing? Those types of things. So I try to stay on top of that. So we've been heavily influenced by like some of the more progressive like tech companies and stuff. Um, but, you know, that, and, in terms of like a course, I don't think there's a ton of courses out there. Uh, the, the private practice section of the APTA has some, uh, like private practice courses that are, that are, that are cool. Um, I did that at the beginning. I thought that was good. Um, what else? Evidence in motion, maybe? Yeah.
1: Don't they have some evidence in motion. Yep.
0: Seem to
1: be a good one.
0: Yeah, I think they have some stuff. Yeah, and didn't end up doing it, do it. But you get
1: your DPT too, which I don't have. But
0: yeah, so master, yeah, Let's
1: call me master.
0: Yeah, he's the master. So uh,
1: yeah. Uh, anyway, so. all right, good, cool, Dave. You're right.
2: Ah, uh, so Sam from Minnesota. Does I, he love Dave? No.
0: Or so could be a Wait, is it no Sam seen. from
2: Minnesota or Sam Minnesota? <laughs> I left out the
0: from. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I see on your Instagram that you have your patients slash athletes do lower extremity lifts without shoes. How often, or for what population, and what is your theory behind it? Thanks. Nice, Austin. <laughs>
0: so, uh, yeah. so I I would say, um, so so barefoot training. Like, what do we do? I would say that on our end. Um, there's certain lifts, there's certain exercises that we, that we prefer to do barefoot. So, um, deadlifts, for example, are almost always done, uh, either, uh, barefoot or with minimalist shoes on just because we want a more posterior oriented force vector, right? We don't want you up on a, on a heel like you would on a squat. We want you sitting back on your heels a little bit more, uh, to get more posterior engagement, I guess, or, or whatever. I don't know if I said that perfect, but you know, that, that's, that's kind of, that's why we do it with stuff like a deadlift. Um, we do a lot of of our warm-ups barefoot just because we're, we we want to get, you know, we, we want people to be barefoot sometimes. We want you to be, um, you know, working on your foot intrinsics. Um, we don't do a lot of lifts other than the deadlift barefoot, you know, but there's times, you know, we may do a kettlebell swing or something. If you're working on a posterior, again, in, engagement type thing, we might do that. Uh, but I would say if, if if it's a lot more than that, it's just sometimes uh, some of our knucklehead patients uh, wear flip-flops in the summer and uh, that's, uh, they know, uh, we get them out in the gym to do a couple of rehab exercises and they're barefoot and it kills me but um yeah i don't know awesome. if it's
1: a proprioceptive thing too it feeling the ground with uh, your with your right. feet, sensory feedback just the feedback and be able to push through the ground versus is what you kind I of all my gymnasts do it yeah
0: your
2: feet just yeah as yeah.
0: gymnastics <laughs> I, I, I i personally go barefoot during like my <laughs> warm-up and stuff and, and you know just that those types of things i think it helps yeah. you know it's, it's i think it helps with some you know foot strengthening intrinsic strengthening and stuff so mm-hmm. all the balance so, stuff so, yeah right. so yep Awesome. Is that it? Awesome. All right. Well, thanks guys. Another great group of questions. We appreciate it. Uh, go to com and be sure to sign up for our email newsletter so you can get all the latest podcasts. You can click on the podcast link, ask us some awesome questions, keep contributing so we have more and more to answer. And then obviously go to iTunes, leave us a great review, maybe even subscribe and, and, and you know, we'll, we'll keep doing this for you guys. So, uh, thanks so much for everything and, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast.